When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everyone. My name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donsko. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Turepko. And you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. It is the, well, the day after the night before. It was a bit of a crazy week of tennis. And in the end, it wasn't Medvedev. It wasn't Djokovic. It was that man, Sasha Zverev. He claims his second ATP Tour Finals win in very convincing fashion. It has to be said, a straight sets victory, 6-4, 6-4 against the octopus, Daniel Medvedev. Yeah. What do you make of it, JG? It was a good match. Zverev was just incredible. Served so well. Um, I know we'll go through the stats in a minute, but that first serve percentage was so high and the yep. damage he was doing off the first serve was crazy. Uh, no one could stop him on the day. I think even Djokovic would have struggled and it just shows. In the round before he played him in the semis and he beat Djokovic as well. So beating the number one and the number two, to then claim the ATP Finals title is is hard doing. We had uh, Medvedev; he did it sort of the year before, beating everyone. Uh, and now this year, Zverev been very impressive and the deserved champion. Yeah, uh, and probably happy to stop the rot as well because he had sure. lost five in a row to Daniel Medvedev. Uh, now he's finally proven that he can mix it with him. And maybe it was just a mental uh, aspect of his game that he was just sort of going through. Now he really seems to be on top. And then we've heard it many times through many commentators, everything. And they just say that he's just been in that sort of form this year or the back end of this year. You don't really want to mess with him, especially on indoor hardcore. And that, I mean, coming into it, should have really been giving him more props than we were, really, to be honest, because we know if he does play his best tennis on indoor hard, there's hardly anyone who can get that serve back. And, well, Djokovic said it, said this 
probably one of the best servers there's ever been in the game. Uh, and that's high praise from what the probably the best returner ever to play the game. So, well, it was there's a, still a part of me, though, what feels like when Zverev is playing like this, I just feel like Medvedev can beat him still. And we've already seen a few days prior, he beat, he beat him on these same courts. He went yeah. to three sets in the group stage. There was in the same group. Medvedev beat Zverev on that occasion. I think the difference between the two was purely the fact that Zverev wasn't missing at all. Yeah. And he was just on fire. And Medvedev, I don't know if it's a bit of fatigue or he's just making excuses. I don't know. I don't know if you've got the quote there. There was a lot of quotes from him sort of yeah. after the match. Maybe we can just go to one of the Medvedev quotes. Up, uh, which one was it? There was one in here. Here we go. Uh, so Daniel one. Medvedev confirm, con, uh, confirming what was fairly evident during the match. He was tired and missing the spark, especially on serve. Medvedev is usually pretty great at managing uh, his workload, but he probably missed a trick by going all out in the round robin stage. And that's a big point where you touched about uh, touched on, on the podcast against Yannick Sinner when he'd already qualified and gone through to the next round. Why yeah. did he go so ham in that one and have to play two tie breaks when it didn't matter if he lost one or lost? I think it was a little Caught bit of naivety there. Uh, any other person maybe in written or other years would have probably just given that one up uh, as a little bit of a gimme uh, on that one didn't need to win it uh i just thought it was a bit strange he just battled so hard in it almost always to, and even when he had match point i remember in that uh for sinner he still wasn't prepared to even let yeah. him have that he was <laughs> fought all the way to make sure he won that match just to almost just because it was against the italian crowd it's like he's a a victim of his own uh like sort of success over like well being that that sort of the the party pooper when you're in the like, opposition's uh backyard he loves that and he and he was playing up wasn't he, he was like yeah come yeah. on give me a bit more yeah what i can't hear you <laughs> smash down another ice that was the medvedev that we well, needed that's against what you Zarev. were saying was missing in the final yeah we needed was. more of that it really was like, that was the one thing and it just seemed that I don't know where it's, it's like his his personality, his soul had just disappeared out of him in that final, and there was no pop. There was no. I don't know. It didn't I look say it was that bad. It wasn't no, that bad. But... He, he did enough to beat other players. I think you've got to put more praise on Zverev. Zverev was just incredible. He upped his game big time. That's. I think that's actually the best performance I've seen from Zverev all year. I put that up, up there with sort of the Olympics one uh, against Djokovic. That was a really good one. He's had some really good standout performances. He's done yeah. great in the Masters, obviously oh, great yeah. in the Olympics as well. It's just the Grand Slams. That's the next step now for him. How can he get on in a Grand Slam? Best of five, of course. And that and it sort of is the natural progression. We know how well he does in the Masters and ATP finals. This is his second ATP final. You can see there, the, the, I think it's the ATP they tweeted out, the King of Turin. Yeah. Uh, Alex Zverev wins his first uh, ATP finals in Turin. Of course, he won one in London as well, defeating Medvedev 6-4, 6-4. And that's him with the trophy, celebrating. Um, yeah, amazing. Yeah, and if you if you go on to the next one. Sure. Ooh. So this is, this is what I wanted to talk about. So I've exceeded on every single level, and there's one thing missing. I hope I can do that next year. Of course, alluding to the Grand Slams. Is he going to do it? That's the big question. He's certainly capable of doing it. Um, I think Medvedev said, I, I think that's quote. there's a quote there as well, too, saying that it's, well, you have to win seven matches in a row. Um, Apologies. 
keep going down. There we go. So no, you just went back there. We go. <laughs> you have to win seven matches to be a Grand Slam champion. Is he capable? Yes. Is he going to do it? We never know. So Medvedev, he t- I was expected to the <laughs> answer saying, yes, of course he's going to win it. But he didn't say that. No. Do you think he's going to do it? I think, I think, and I'm talking about that... next year. I'm not saying I'm, I don't want to know about anything else. Will Zverev win a Grand Slam next year? It's really tough to say. I like the fact that you're pinning me on me for next year. Well, because I think as part of me, that... let's be honest, I'll be shocked if he doesn't win one in his career. That would oh, be yeah, a real travesty. Sure. But that's next what... year, that's the question. I there's part of me that thinks. No, I don't know why. I think that he still has a little bit to go in those slams. If He may prove me completely wrong because I think Medvedev is just slightly ahead of him when it comes to like that five-set match uh, and getting to finals in the slams like we've seen already. Uh, I think Sasha's just so close to it. All it takes is one like flick of a switch and I think that he will be the next guy like Medvedev was and... I think once he's got one, I don't. I think it opens the floodgates for him. If I'm yeah. if I'm honest, and I think he gets a few more. Can he do I, I it? Think, though? I think he's going to win one next year. That's my prediction. I'm not going to tell you which one. I'm going to save that for the end of year show uh, mm. when we're doing our predictions. But I think he's going to win one. It's very possible. I mean, I really hope that he can as well because I think it makes it more interesting uh, when there's more p- potential winners in the draw as well. Because we've at the moment, well, he's always a potential winner. Yeah, but the, at the moment, you look at it and you go, "Well, Djokovic." It's nice then, to have more former Grand Slam champions exact, in the draws. Well, exactly as well. That, that that too. Medvedev and Djokovic are sort of on collision course all the time at the moment. Nice to have someone who's able to throw a spanner in the works, and it would be nice to see another one in there as well. So it doesn't make it that oh no, who's going to get Zverev in the semi-finals thing? It would be nice to have a at least a foursome, so you'd know there's going to be a tough semi-final for whoever plays who. So well, someone might step up. Who knows? Might get one of the youngsters, Alcaraz, someone of that might, sure. might uh, have a breakthrough year, and we might see something like that. But they're nowhere near on the le- well level of Zverev, Medvedev, and Djokovic right now. Yeah. So Yeah, they're, they're the three what were clear. They're the three favourites going into this event. Me and you, we got sort of sucked into the trap of the number one, number two. I still think, I still feel like they're, le- they're level above Zverev somehow. And I feel like this is harsh doing it on a Zverev podcast. But Medvedev Djokovic, what we saw in Paris, that was a very high level. I'm not saying we didn't see that here, but it just seemed like Medvedev serving was a bit off, a bit fatigued, not his usual pop uh, or swagger. Whereas Zverev was just perfect, playing amazing. Oh, it was great. He got the breaks early in the set and then just closed it out. And there wasn't really any mental fragility or anything. Just looking very mature and solid. With that maturity, he can definitely win a slam next year. Uh, I still feel feel like the two people to beat, though, will be Medvedev and, of course, Djokovic. I think Um, the the key thing, like you said uh, there, about the early breaks for him as well, that... That really did come to his aid. Settled his nerves, and he's just then confident, and he knows he's serving well. He's got the break. He just needs to focus on it. So he doesn't need to worry about really trying to do make any indents in Medvedev serve. Well, once he's got think, that break, think of the other thing as well, which was very apparent. There was no break points for Medvedev the whole match. Yeah, which is that's how well he was serving, and even when it got close and he got to a juice, still didn't even give away one then either, and it. Well, I think we've got one for that. So do you want to bring that one up? 
Sure. Uh, let me just try and guess which one it might be. There you go. So last three <laughs> Medvedev matches without producing break points. Um, and they all came at the ATP finals, 2019, wow. 2019, one against Zverev, one against Sissipas, and of course, Zverev this time as well in the final. So it seems like yeah. he don't get break points very often in the ATP finals. But when he, well, in 2020, he certainly did. He yeah. demolished the whole field. Exactly. I but mean, he's prone to some funny matches at the ATP finals. How funny! End yeah. of year, end of year blues, maybe. Well, the last two, the well, the last two times that he did have that happen was when he didn't even win a, win a single match yeah. in the ATP finals. So that was probably just a bad tournament for him. His first time there as well, so maybe he had a, a bit of the Rublev nerves. Uh, the first Russians, uh, sort of first, well, first time in the tournament for that particular Russian, let's say. Uh, Rublev, <laughs> Rublev, I don't know. Maybe I think you've got to give him another year uh, at least, and then he might start producing a bit better because I don't think he's anywhere close to the level to to win an ATP mm. Tour Finals yet. Yeah, n- nowhere near. Not right now. And it's it's weird because looking at Rublev, twenty twenty, amazing. Yeah. We were expecting bigger things. You'd have to say twenty twenty one for Rublev has been a tad disappointing. Not going to be too harsh because I feel like he's at his. Uh, Ranking-wise, he's all-time high. He's oh, moving yes. around. He's still doing well in events. So he's not falling off or anything. He's just not had maybe the year some people were anticipating. But you look at, say, the likes of Casper Ruud, and he sort of filled them boots and some. I think Yannick Sinner as well has been really good. And there's been some really good standout players. I feel like even an Alcaraz now making sort of a claim for one of them little spots around the sort of the challenging pack as well. There really is. Uh, it was just nice to have... Some different faces that were sort of filling in. We had the alternates, didn't we? We had uh, we never got to see Karatsev, unfortunately, even though he did make the trip over. But Cam Norrie uh, making his ATP Tour final debut, and uh, obviously Yannick Sinner. It was nice to see him get a win in front of. Give the Italian fans something to cheer about at least, because they didn't have much, uh, unfortunately. Right, let me just move to the next slide. Uh, I'm trying to work out which way we're going with these. This one. Yeah, this is a good one. So Medvedev, 8,070. Zverev, 7,255. The first non-Big Four players to earn more than 7,000 points during a season since the current ranking system was introduced in 2009. What does that say about the current state of tennis and these two in particular? Well, uh, it shows that they're leaps and bounds above the rest of the field for starters. And I think that that was sort of clear. The only person I'd say a bit disappointed and they could have really got there had it not had injury would probably been Sitipas after his start of the year. Back end of the year was pretty terrible. As soon as he hit Wimbledon, I think it all went downhill from there. Um, mm. It was... I, I obviously he's now having surgery and I, I believe no, it went all downhill after the Roland Garros final. Well, yeah, exactly. Pretty much Wimbledon, straight after that. The Wimbledon thing just sort of cemented it and just made him feel probably even worse. And then the injury concerns have uh, been since then. I think that he could have been up there if I'm honest, if he, if he'd have continued good form, but the, I just feel that that grass court swings. It's, it's, when's he going to have a good one? And, we're going to have to wait to see, is he going to be there in any sort of form uh, in 2022? But I don't think we can speak about him too much here because this is more about Medvedev and Zverev. 
I think it's great to see two players. Um, I like the fact that Zverev's closed the gap on Medvedev, though. That's what I'm really happy has about. Has he, though? Because, no, he, no, sorry, he definitely has. But what I want to say about Medvedev, 8,000 points, but he's terrible on clay. He needs a, a lot of improvement <laughs> he can do in his game. I still think he can, though. Because I is he really, he like, let's think about the big four. They can play on all the surfaces to a good level. Medvedev, on the other hand, so yeah, he's I'm just going to bring this up just he, to show he's his clay not, court. He's terrible. Bring it up. It's interesting to see. On clay, um, he's actually got a winning record, which is great. Five wins, three losses. Uh, The year before, he lost, played two, (laughs) lost two. So they're not great, the record on clay. He definitely doesn't like it. If you compare it to his hardcore form, it's just ridiculously different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, It's just interesting just to see that form, though. I just thought I'd bring that up just because I thought it was uh, quite an interesting one. Oh. Where did I have just lost that stat? There it is. Yeah. I just, I thought there was promising signs from Medvedev on clay this year, though. I actually thought that he won yeah. his first match Floyd ever. Yeah, won his first match ever at the French Open. I think he's a smart player. I know I said it on – I think I said it during the final as well. I, I, even someone like Andy Murray. M- Murray wasn't ever really that good on clay, uh, but he had to really work hard over the, the middle section of his career. And – by the end of it, he was in the in the French Open final. He only just lost to Djokovic. So I think that that could be Medvedev too. Give him, he's 25 now. I reckon we could see him in a potentially a French Open final by the time he's 30, if I'm honest. Okay. I, I, I think I'm being totally honest. I think if he really knuckles down, stops complaining about it and just tries to embrace it, uh, and the way that the courts are going as well, because a lot of people say that the courts are speeding up and it's suiting bigger servers, may well suit Daniel Medvedev as well. So, who knows? Moving on to the next one. I just want to uh, just address Ivan in the chat. He's saying he would love to call in. We will be doing call-ins for uh, some of the live watch-alongs after the matches, just to hear what your guys' thoughts are on the match. Uh, we've actually got Gene in the live chat. He's going to be arranging that through the Discord. Uh, but on this occasion, even if you would like to say something uh, specifically about this match, if you pop me a message on Twitter right now, uh, I can arrange for you to have a few words. If it's, as long as it's about Severev and, and the thoughts, uh, just find our Twitter tag in the description. Uh, ping me a message, and I can quickly get you in to to have your thoughts. There you go. Look at JG. Working on the ball. I like it. Uh, if he this... wants to. It's up to you, Ivan. I know he wants to call in, but we're open to that. But just drop drop us a message on Twitter. Why not, indeed? What could uh, end to the year? Just uh, trying out some new bits and bobs. Uh, this one, Jose Morgado, uh, the old faithful. Uh, he's saying the 10th uh, ever player to hold it more than once. Uh, Sasha Zverev, that is, ATP Tour Finals. And we've got here uh, him with two, a level with Hewitt on Borg. Then we've got Becker on three, level with McEnroe on three. We've got Nastasi there on four, Lender with five, who's also with Sampras and Djokovic. And out there on his own, there is Big Fed. He's got six and that one is safe for another year. (laughs) Well, until Djokovic tries to get his hands on it potentially again next year. But we'll have to wait and see. He's in good company, it's it's fair to say. Very good company, uh, especially Borg. If you're level with that name, you know you're doing all right in the world, don't you? Yep. All Moving right, on. on to the next one. We've seen that one. This one was uh, oh, some words that Djokovic had to say uh, just regarding Zverev, just about his tough year on and off the court. 
I know how much tennis helps me to grow, and I'm happy that uh, it was Sasha's winning field this year. He's such a great guy. I can only say words of praise for him and his team. Well done for a grand season finale and a big trophy, Sasha. That's nice to hear. Big yeah, praise. Nice from... words, apart from the first sentence. I think the first sentence, <laughs> if I'm honest, he should have just left it off completely. There's been a lot of controversy with him saying tough year on and off the court, as if to excuse some of the allegations. Of course, we don't really want to talk about it here right no. now. We don't know all the ins and outs of the investigation. It still seems to be still ongoing. The one thing I would say is it definitely has been um, maybe a little bit ignored by the ATP. I feel like they've done a lot more than the WTA recently with the stuff with Pong Shui and stuff, and rightfully so. Maybe they should have investigated this a little bit more thoroughly and done more about it. I don't think Djokovic really getting involved in that is necessary whatsoever. But listen, I'm not going to get into it right now. There's some nice words he said, and it is a big trophy. And the big man himself, respecting the fact that this is a huge title to get, I would say it is the biggest, apart from a Grand Slam. This is yeah. sort of like the fifth the fifth slam. I know yeah. some people say that about some of the other Masters, but I really value this one the most. It's the most and money coming, and points. It's not just that, coming from a Rafa fan as well, who's never won it. And it's a difficult one to win. Rafa never winning it. It's very now with two of them. It hurts a little bit, I must admit, but you never know. Rafa could be there next year, I'm hoping. It's his surface, really. This is built for Zverev to maybe win it uh, another three, four times, potentially. He could be top of that list by the time his career ends. Uh, I think it's really, really, uh, unless they change the, the, the court surface, then... I don't know. Uh, what, what have we got here? We've got, uh, this is the, probably what you were alluding to with people saying it's very tough year off the court includes the fact he's under investigation. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, we don't want to go into this. This is supposed to be uh, more of a pod celebrating uh, Zverev's achievements. But yeah, this was some of the backlash to the Novak Djokovic tweet, obviously. Uh, there's always going to be someone out there uh, and I just think, just let him have his moment. He's just won it. So we're just here to talk about the good times. So we're here to talk about the victory. Uh, and, uh, well, I'm sure if anything else comes out on, on that uh, stuff, I'm sure we'll hear about it in due course. But let this guy have his day. It doesn't happen every day that you win a World Tour Finals. Don't know how much it was, about four million quid or probably but tops up the bank balance. I think it's enough for a nice holiday now. Nice, nice party or something or two going to have after that, I'm sure. Not sure if you did. Did he post anything on social media or anything? Or is he just been a, keeping a low profile? Obviously. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's happening. I know we've got Davis Cup coming up. Djokovic is going to be in action there. So he's not sort of um, on on his holidays yet. And he's obviously going to do his, his most for Serbia. He's, it's an honour for him to play for them and represent them. So we've got that tennis coming up. Aside from that, Ben, we're definitely coming to the end of the season and what a season it's been. But the action don't stop there. We're going to be doing plenty more on Game to Love. We've yeah. got an end of season review like we did last year. That's going to be coming up with Gil Gross. Uh, so make sure to join us with that. We're going to be doing an ATP award ceremony, sort of um, talking about all of you guys and what we've been able to achieve on the channel. And of course, giving the awards to the players for this year. Yeah. Um, and plenty more, which we can't really announce yet. But 
Um, one thing I would say is we are going to an event this Friday. So mm-hmm. we're going to have some content regard- <laughs> surrounding that as well. Uh, so, so much happening here on Game to Love. It's the best place to be. Uh, make sure you have subscribed if you haven't already and like this video too. Yeah, definitely. I sort of dropped the uh, dropped the bomb on that one. Uh, I think it was on the watch along. I can't remember if it was the Friday night special one uh, when I was doing the Saturday or the like Saturday one. Yeah. yeah, when I was just I think it was uh, the start of Saturday. Yeah, just uh, just to let people know where, what we're going to be up to, and we're going to be going just uh, down to the Royal Albert Hall to uh, check out some legends playing. Uh, and get to go behind the scenes there, which is going to be really interesting. Some former Grand Slam champions there. Hopefully, we'll get to have a word with a few of them, and uh, we'll be able to report back with some uh, with some fun content, I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah exciting times for GTL. Yeah, on, on the road. As well, if you do have any questions for us to ask some of these legends, let us know in the Discord chat. Uh, we'll read through them or in the comments to this video. If yeah. you have any questions for some of these tennis legends who are going to be at the ATP Champions Tour um, in the in the Royal Albert Hall, let us know and we'll try and get your questions across to them. We will indeed. No matter how bizarre, we will try and uh, ask them whatever we can, that's for sure. <laughs> so to wrap up this podcast, the last thing I want you to clarify, Ben, Sasha Zverev, big trophy here. Is he going to be able to follow it up next year and win a, win a Grand Slam? putting me on the spot again uh, i already I, the more that you keep saying it it's like you're trying to, <laughs> trying to incri- say, yeah. yeah you're like corrupting my mind by there's part of me thinking that it's possible but there's another side of me thinking that he's still got a little bit to go and i don't see him winning the french even though or wimbledon so it's really between the two hardcore slams and is Djokovic going to Australia? We're going Mate, back I think to he can win Wimbledon, man. With that think? serve, yeah, I definitely think he can. I don't know. But... I think it's his worst one, though, isn't it, Wimbledon? So I, I, I would love it if he did. But yeah, I mean, with that serve, he just has to keep it going for seven matches. Uh, but for me, I think he's still got a little bit to go. Uh, I, I, we return a Rafa next year. We've got return of team as well. He could be yeah. back. Uh, could be playing well. Yeah, I think that we might have to wait one more year, potentially. Anyway, let's wrap it up there. Big shout out to everyone joining us on this one. If you haven't already, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, and well done to Sasha Zverev. He's done it again. Big win for him. Massive. See you guys soon. See you later, guys. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.